It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Divas That Care. I'm Candice Gish. Well, guys, I am so excited. I'm going to be introducing you to a brand new diva to our family. I'm excited to get to know her, like all of you. And um, for any of you that have just tuned in for the very first time, thank you so much. The Divas That Care is going into its 11th season. We are listened to in over 30 countries around the world, and it's because of our amazing listeners that we continue to do this. So a big shout-out to all of you guys. Thank you so much for sharing our podcast all around the world. Uh, you can also listen to our other hosts at divasthecare.com. All right, guys, we have a great show for you. Jamie Blackburn is my guest today, and I can't wait to get to know her. So welcome to the show, Jamie. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to chat with you and with your listeners today. It's going to be a lot of fun. It is going to be a lot of fun. I, you know, I, I had the opportunity to kind of go through your website before our program here, and I was absolutely blown away. It is a beautiful site, and I know based on what I was looking at, I'm like, you're going to have some really good topics today. So would you <laughs> mind sharing a little bit about yourself with our listeners today? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I started out as a high school science teacher. I knew I wanted to do something to make the world a better place, so I was looking at, at nursing and education, and the idea of having summers off sounded appealing to me <laughs> instead of working <laughs> nights and weekends in the medical field. So I went into education, and I was a science teacher, and along the way, I was getting kids talking to me about stuff that was going on in their lives that I just didn't know how to deal with. Like, they would come to me with, um, you know, parents that were going through a divorce, parents that were struggling with addiction, and the, the really the, the story that stands out is I had a student come to me before she had told her mom, and she said, uh, Ms. Blackburn, I'm pregnant, and I don't know what to do, and I was like, oh my gosh, you know, we have to tell your mom about this. Um, and I didn't really know how to help her through that. So I went back and got my school counseling degree with the intention of staying in the classroom. But I ended up loving working with kids one-on-one -on -one for about six years. And then I really just started seeing a lot of kids that were coming in crisis and dealing with anxiety and depression and suicidal thoughts and things like that. And having been a yoga teacher as well, I've been teaching yoga for about 14 years now, I knew that there were things that we could do preventatively to help people feel better on a regular basis. And I just, I wanted to do that. So in 2019, I left my job in education and kind of went out on my own and decided to help people learn how to feel better in their lives and do preventative measures to take care of themselves so that they weren't dealing with anxiety and burnout and stress and overwhelm and all these things. And it's really been, I mean, this is a huge topic of conversation over the past year because so many of us have not been able to get out of our house and be with friends and family as much as we would like. We are staring at a computer screen. We're doing all these things. You know, we're not as connected to each other as Maybe we have been, or maybe we're too connected with our people we're living with at home, <laughs> and we 
get away from them. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of been a little bit about my journey. And, you know, it's been, it's been really interesting just to see how, how my own journey has evolved. And, you know, in that process, one thing I would like to mention is that in 2017, I had a couple of miscarriages and, um, that was the point in my life that was kind of like a turning point for me where I realized I needed to do a better job taking care of myself because I was constantly yeah. giving to my students, to my, to my daughter that I had at the time. She was uh, four at the time, five. I'm trying to do math here in my head, but um, she was still pretty little. And I realized, you know, I kind of had that, that awakening of like, oh, I've got to put my own oxygen mask on first, like they tell you on the airplane. I've got to do that before I can really take care of other people. So um, that was a big part of my journey to learning how to take care of myself so that I could then go out and, and help other people on their journey. Oh, my gosh. I love that. I love your story. And thank you so much for sharing that with us. You know, that means a lot to, to myself and I know to my listeners. Uh, you are the founder of an amazing, um, I, I, would, I would say it's absolutely amazing, Inner Map Project. And I want to talk about that because I was going through your website, as I mentioned earlier, and it was absolutely amazing. And I know that you're doing so much to help people with their stress and just on, you know, preventative, like you were saying, preventative so that it doesn't happen to them. Can you talk about the InterMap project, please? Yeah. So I started this about a year and a half ago. Um, and, and MAP is an acronym for Mindful, Active, and Present. And I think of being present as really as kind of like self-reflection and, and being thoughtful about, you know, looking back on our lives and, and growing as people. And I, this kind of came out of this idea of like taking care of our mind, body, and spirit. I think we need to take care of all of those things in our lives to really feel fulfilled and to prevent stress. And so a lot of what I do is teaching people how to use their own, their own nervous system. So because of my science background, I love talking to people about all this really cool stuff around mindfulness <laughs> and neuroscience that we have right yep. now because um, I am a science nerd at heart, so I love talking about that. So I love sharing with people the science behind some of this woo-woo stuff that I, that I talk to people about. So I am, like I mentioned before, I'm a yoga teacher. I do a lot with breath work, with mindfulness and meditation, with journaling um, and self-reflection. And I like to share also the science behind that. So I do retreats. I have a retreat coming up this fall. Um, I do one-on-one -on -one coaching programs with people. And then I've also done some group programs that are almost like a, like a class, like a self self-care, personal growth kind of class thing, which I love doing those because when you're in community, I primarily work with women. Um, and so when, you're in, when mm -hmm. you're in community with other women, other people, just think we learn, like I feel like I learn just as much from them as they're learning from me. So it's just really fun to have those conversations and to talk to people about what's going on in their lives and where do they need help? Do they need help with finding time in their day to have teen minutes? you know, to, to be quiet? Do they need help with getting confident in some of the tools, like some of the breathing tools or, or really like learning how to meditate or some of that kind of stuff? So um, I kind of find out what people need and, and base what I do with them, you know, and, and with the group, if they're in a group setting, kind of find out what they need and then, and then change it from there a little bit. So I would say 
about 80% of, of the program that I do with people, whether it's individual or in a group, about 80% of that is kind of like a set program. And then the other 20%, there's a little bit of leeway to, to have some time to really dial in what people are wanting at that time in their life. See, and I like that. I like that you're kind of tailoring it then to the individual because, you know, unfortunately not every program is going to work for every different person, like every person. And Mm -hmm. when we can do that, you know, it makes so much more sense. And, you know, for all of our listeners, I want you to know that this amazing woman also has a podcast that I think (laughs) that all of you need to go check out because if everybody's into mind, body, and soul and, you know, trying to, figure things out in this world. I think having a podcast and listening to something that you're offering is a necessity. Yeah. Well, and my podcast, is, it's kind of a unique offering, I think, because um, it's called Lessons from the Map. And I talk with women, primarily women. I have a couple guys, guy guests coming up. But I talk primarily with women about how spending time in nature and their adventures out in the great outdoors has shaped them as people. And I just I think nature is so healing. I live in the foothills um, just outside of Denver, Colorado, and I live in Golden. And we've got hiking trails in our backyard. And, I mean, I can tell you that the time that I've spent in nature just wandering around in the woods, that has been some of the most healing and the most transformative times that I've had. And so I try and build that in as well to what I do, to helping people get outside, because I think that's so important for regulating their nervous system. So for people who love being out in nature, who love, you know, camping and skiing and and biking, like these things don't often sound like they are kind of, you know, taking care of mind, body, spirit. We typically think of things like yoga and meditation and some of these other modalities as, as being that like self-care, but for so many of us that love being out in nature, you know, I, I go mountain biking and that for me is where I process a lot of emotions and, and just learn about myself and my own, my own skill set, And, you know, I'm able to push my boundaries and rem- remind myself how strong I am, which is, I think, it so is important so too. true, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, and I was just going to mm-hmm. say, you and I are soul sisters because I just got back <laughs> this weekend. I, I drove myself um, and two of my daughters with me. We went to the mountains, and I said, this is my happy place. I needed to get into the mountains. I needed to just breathe again and almost Mm -hmm. kind of de-stress my life and say, you know what, here I go. And I came back a different person. And it's it's crazy to say that, but just a few hours in nature, you know, breathing in that air and being surrounded with it is is such an amazing feeling that I, I wished, like I wish upon all of our listeners that you could all feel that. Oh, I totally agree. And I think that you don't even have to, you know, go on a two, three hour hike. You can go outside. Like the other morning, I just took my coffee out on the back deck and I went outside and there was a woodpecker out there. I think it was actually pecking at the power power line. And I was like, oh, buddy, you're not going to get me bugs out of the power line. But, um, (laughs) But, you know, there was a woodpecker, there was some crows, there were some other birds. Um, and I just sat on my back deck and had coffee and you can do that in the middle of a city and look around and, and take three minutes. Even if you're in the middle of a downtown area, there's still trees, there's still birds, squirrels, all these things that you can look at. And if you're thoughtful about it and you're actually being present and you're aware of the nature around you, you don't even have to get out to the mountains. I mean, 
of course, I love that, and that's my ideal. But, you know, even just taking a 10-minute, like, I'm going to go sit on my back deck and drink a cup of tea and look at look at the trees and flowers in my backyard. I mean, I think that can be so healing for people too. Oh yeah. And I think it's really important now. I think in the last Mm. year, I would say in the last 18 months, so much has changed on a global scale that we were scared and we were isolated and we have Mm -hmm. to realize that, you know what, we got to get back. We got to figure things out. And I love what you're saying. You know, even if you don't feel comfortable being around people right now, get up, do something that's going to help your soul. Absolutely. I mean, and and it doesn't have to be, like I said, a lot of people think, oh, I've got to take, you know, I've got to get up an hour earlier and I have to go do, there's that book out called The Miracle Morning. I think that's what the name of it is. And it's like this whole hour long thing. And there's great ideas in there. But a lot of people have this idea that it's got to be like, I've got to go on a weekend away to the mountains to de-stress or I've got to go to the beach for the weekend to de-stress or I've got to go get outside. You know, I have to take three hours out of my day to go exercise and meditate. And it can be as simple as like setting an alarm at 2 PM in the afternoon and saying, I'm going to get up from my desk, put my computer away for five minutes and do some breathing. Ooh, I or I'm going to go, step outside and just look at what's going on in in the real world for a few minutes, the natural world. So I, you know, I think that it's so important to remember that it doesn't have to be complicated. There are ways that we can kind of weave this in throughout our day. And I really feel like it's important. We've got to get off of zoom for like, even if it's just a few minutes, even if it's just three minutes of like, I've got to get away from zoom and, and get away from my computer because it's, we get sucked in now. I mean, my husband, it'll be eight o'clock at night and we put our daughter to bed and he's like, okay, well, you know, I got to go finish up some stuff with work. And the next thing you know, it's bedtime and it's 11 o'clock and he's spent three more hours working because our, our home for so many of us, our home is now our office and there isn't this, Mm -hmm. this division of space that we used to have. We don't have the drive home to decompress, which a lot of us used as like kind of that 10 or 15 minutes of like, okay, I'm going to transition from work to home. We don't have that now. And so it's really easy to get back into our computers. So taking just a few minutes to be like intentional, like, okay, I'm going to get away from this for a few minutes and do something for myself. We need to be a little bit more intentional about that right now, I think. Oh, gosh, Jamie, I love that. And, you know, for our listeners that have been tuning into us for quite a few years now, that's kind of what I tell our our listeners. You know, I my day always has these 15 15 minute increments that I put mm-hmm. into my calendar that I'm constantly doing different things. Cause if I spend more than 15 minutes, I, I lose track and I get distracted and I don't do what I, my intention was for whatever project that was. And I think now for myself listening to you, I'm going to put 15 minutes. Oh, I'm going to get <laughs> do this. I'm going to, you know, get outside and yeah. have a coffee or go do some yoga. You know, you don't, you, as you were mentioning, you don't have to spend a lot of time doing these activities to help yourself. Totally. Yeah. Have you heard, have you heard of the Pomodoro method? Do you know about that? No, I'd love to hear about it. So this is, and I don't know who came up with this and in, in, um, in Italian, Pomodoro means tomato. I have no idea why it's called the tomato method, but it's basically (laughs) a way of organizing your day and you're kind of already doing it, but each it's, it's breaking your day into 30 minute chunks and you'd work 
really, really intentionally and really hard for 25 minutes on something. So it's like turning off all of your notifications, getting off of all of your social media, turning off your phone, and like maybe working really, really intently for 25 minutes on something that you're writing or something, you know, a, a project for work. And you set a timer 25 minutes and you work on one thing for 25 minutes. And then when that timer goes off, you take a five minute break. And that could be a bathroom break. It could be a mindfulness break. It could be any of those things. Um, and then the next Pomodoro, that next 25-minute chunk, you work on something different. And it's exactly what you're talking about. You were doing it without even knowing that you were doing it. But it gives your brain so that you really only have to focus on one thing for 25 minutes, and you know that you've got a break coming up, and you know that you get to change your task. And so it makes it a lot more manageable for people if they're, like, trying to do um, – if they're trying to work on a project that seems really daunting, you can be like, okay, I only have to work on this for 25 minutes. I can remember in grad school, I hate, I'm not great at writing papers. It's just not my strong suit. And I would kind of do this in grad school. I'd set a timer and just be like, okay, if I just get through this 20 minute chunk, then I'm going to go take my dog for a walk or whatever. And it made it a little bit more manageable because it was something that I didn't really like doing. <laughs> but I, I think that. you can you can do it for stuff that you like or that you don't like, right? But then it, it just makes it, you're like, okay, I get, I get to change something up and you can reward yourself. So you're like, okay, I really don't like, you know, sitting down and, and doing a spreadsheet with my monthly budget or whatever that is. But if I only do that for 25 minutes, then I get a five-minute break, and then I get to go spend the next 25 minutes doing something that's more fun and that I enjoy doing, and it kind of makes it your day go a little bit faster. I think that's probably definitely the tip of the day right there, and I know our <laughs> listeners are going to love that because I think that's where we're getting stuck. You know, you're, you think, okay, I've got these big projects. i got to get them done, but you're constantly getting distracted, like you were saying, with notifications, with this and that, but having that intention, hey, okay, here we go, and we know we're going to do it it makes things feel so not so daunting. Yeah, yep. And you can still plan in, you know, okay, well, I know I've got a specific time in the morning and a specific time in the afternoon when I check my email. And, you know, you can build in, hey, I'm going to do this, this Pomodoro, this 25-minute chunk. This is me, like, I'm going to go, you know, if it's at night or whatever, you could say, I'm going to go and, and watch like 25 minutes of my favorite show. I'm going to go I'm going to go intentionally scroll on Facebook for 25 minutes and you know connect with friends that I haven't talked to in a while because we're in the middle of a pandemic or you know whatever that is, but it gives you where you can kind of build in some of these distractions. You can actually intentionally put them into your schedule so that you're not as tempted when you're in work mode to to get distracted. I love that. And earlier you had mentioned that you do uh, some coaching and you do some mm -hmm. things with people. How can our listeners get in touch with you? How can they find out about your coaching programs? And, you know, I know you do some chakra balancing. Like how, how can our listeners get a hold of you to do some of this stuff with you? Yeah, probably the best thing is just to pop on my website, and it's innermapproject.com is my website. I'm also on Instagram pretty, pretty much daily, and my, it's innermapproject on there as well. 
Um, so those are the two places I'm probably most active. I have a free Facebook group where I share resources with people um, at least a few times a week, and I'll pop on there sometime and do Facebook Live, like, meditations or, you know, if people are asking me, like, well, I really want to learn about this. That's actually how these chakra kind of workshops and series came about was because people were asking me about that. They knew that I was into yoga, and they were like, we want to learn more about the chakras. And the thing that I love about that kind of stuff is that you have something that seems very woo-woo, you know, the, the chakras and energy, but then I can bring in some of that science around that too. So, um, so yeah, so there's a lot. So probably I would say, you know, you can hop on to um, my website is probably the easiest place. And there's um, some freebies on there. So if people want to download any of the freebies that I have on there, there's some fun stuff on there that can help people organize their time and just um, figuring out how to build some self-care into their day, things like that. Oh, thank you. That's excellent. And I'm just for our listeners to know, I mean, I'm going to be posting her social media on all of our social media links too because I, I think it's really important for everybody to go check that out so thank you so much well last awesome. thing Jamie I want to ask you is if you have any last minute tips tools or anything else you want to share with our listeners today you know what I'll just share one final tip if you only have three minutes this is one of my favorite things to do it's um, from Dr. Andrew Weil who I think um, people maybe are probably familiar with him I think he was on Oprah at one point <laughs> at some point but he came up with this four, seven, eight breathing, and it's an inhale for four seconds, then you hold your breath for seven seconds, and you exhale for eight. And lengthening the exhale is a great way to get your body out of its stress response and getting it back into the um, parasympathetic nervous system, which is our rest and digest system, and it's our, the calming part of our brain. So you just take an inhale for four, and you hold at the top, and then you exhale for eight. And it's just a really great way, you know, take five or ten of those, and it's a really great way just to kind of take a brain break from what you're doing. Thank you so much, Jamie. That was awesome. I had Yay. so much fun chatting with you today. I can't believe our time is up. This went so fast. It was so much fun. I love it. <laughs> well, we'll definitely have to get you back on the program again because I was looking, as I said, looking at your website, there is so much that you're offering for the amazing women out there that I think that we have to get you back on just so we can share that. Oh, I would love to. I would love to. So thank you so much for having me today. This was so fun and hope we can continue to connect down the, down the road. I definitely think we're going to be doing that. And to all of our listeners, make sure that you check out Jamie's website. As I said, I'm going to be posting it on our social media. She's got an amazing podcast that I think you should be listening to. And uh, you know what? Let's connect all of you. Let's get you guys all connected and make sure that you send this program because we are going to be recording it and sending it out to your friends and family. Well, for all of you that have just tuned in, I said for the very first time, check out all of our other amazing hosts at divasthatcare.com. I hope that you have a fantastic day and do something kind. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.